The opinions expressed in the following program are our own. We're just two Canadian dudes, and we got an opinion that we'd like to share, and we're really glad you're listening. This is The Awakener. Hello. Hey, Awakener. Hey, what's going on? Well, looks like lots of things are happening around the world. Oh, we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have lots of discussions. Very happy you're back on the show. I know that you had to take care of some personal stuff for a time being, but uh, you're back. It's great to have you on. What's uh, what else is new with you? Well, you know what? Uh, we're getting ready for the midterm elections in the U.S. We're hoping that the Republicans take back both the House and the Senate. And, uh, you know, there even, there's even talk about maybe impeaching uh, uh, Joe Biden uh, when that happens after the midterms. It's, it's amazing what's happening right before our eyes. Okay, let's start first. We'll start here in Canada. Uh, I think Justin Trudeau has signed his death warrant with uh, the Emergencies Act, with the way this inquisition is going. What do you think? Uh, anybody who's paying attention to it definitely uh, is seeing that he really lied and he really overextended and and usurped all the powers and, and became like a dictator. The problem is, I think that the majority of the public is not paying attention to it and the news media is really trying to uh, brush it under the rug. They are. And the police commissioners, you know, they are they're so soft they blow whatever the way the wind is blowing when he was in office nobody stood up to him uh at trudeau and he was doing this stuff and then you know oh so there's inquisitions and everybody's trying to save their ass well we have already so many cases against the head of the rcmp brenda brenda lucky so uh for our american listeners uh, just so you know, the RCMP is essentially equal to the FBI. Everybody knows the Mounties. Um, and she's the head of it. And she's been caught in so many scandals and sco- so many lies trying to benefit and cover up for Justin Trudeau. One of them was the Nova Scotia shooting. Another one was the downing of the uh, Ukrainian airline uh, Flight 752 in Iran by the Iranian government. She's hidden all the information about that. She's actually being taken to court by a former RCMP officer. And now uh, all the lies that are coming out regarding the uh, the Freedom Convoy. I really think that uh, if this goes where I think it's going and Trudeau faces a non-confidence vote, I think it might be over. I'm, I'm hoping. Well, that, that would be interesting. It, you know, the, the rumor on the street in Ottawa is that probably by early next year, mid-next year, the NDP, which is our socialist party, is going to uh, pull out from their coalition agreement with, uh, with Trudeau because they're not uh, getting any traction from it. Uh, they are raising funds, so they are going to be ready for an election uh, soon. And, uh, and, you know, they're, they're getting a little stronger in the polls because the, you know, uh, if people don't vote for Trudeau, then the left wing will go and vote for the socialists. So uh, chances are uh, 
we might have an election next year. Uh, Pierre is killing it, in my opinion. He's doing really, really well. Um, I don't think Trudeau faces a chance in another election. I think this will be absolutely it, and it, this is finished. Um, he's too po- agreed. Pierre is too, Pierre is too popular now. Yeah, agreed. He's very popular. He's actually playing it very smart. He didn't. He's not attending, for example, the the press. Uh, uh, the, there was this big press uh, gallery uh, get together. Uh, he's not attending it. He's not. Uh, he he's trying to take control of his own social media. He's trying to take control of his own messaging. And um, and the liberals just don't know what to do with it. They 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 just don't know how to stop this guy. He's 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 definitely uh, preparing himself for an election. Um, and and Canadians are, are ready for for a change. I think there's going to be a blue wave coming uh, to our American listeners. The blue is the Conservative Party. It's, it's like the, it's the Republicans are red. We're blue up here. So right. Uh, and other things that people are not paying attention to, a Canadian tech CEO listed on the $1.2 million Arrive Ken contract says his company never worked on the app. Uh, other people's, what a scandal. What, other people have said that it would cost, what, $200,000, $250,000 to create this app maybe in a week, and $54 million goes. What are your thoughts? This just adds to the it's, list. It's a, first of all, it's a total scandal. Second of all, it's actually unconstitutional. You can't uh, bar Canadians from entering Canada, forcing them to enter all their data in the ArriveCan app. Third of all, it's basically track and trace. It's, it's spyware on your phone. Anyone who used it uh, should have used their brain first and, and not used it. There have been cases where Canadians have returned back to Canada. They asked them, did you fill out the ArriveCan app to enter the country? People said no. Uh, am I under arrest? Uh, no, you're not. And they let them into the country because you cannot bar a Canadian citizen or a citizen of any country from returning back to their home country. That is international law. So they really tried to fool Canadians with this Arrive Can app. It was moronic to begin with. And uh, and, and the, the millions and millions of dollars that they wasted giving it to their friends um, you know, just giving taxpayer money free of charge to their friends for something that should have cost very, very little to do, and in fact is actually uh, unconstitutional to force Canadians to do. Dude, the corruption in Canada is is so there's so much of it, man. Uh, there was other little elections, I guess, municipal elections. We're going to take care of the boring stuff first here in Canada, unfortunately, before we get to the really good stuff in America. But uh, these little elections here for, I guess, mayors. Uh, stuff like that happened in Canada here in Ontario, right? Correct. So Ontario, the law is that every municipality, every four years, has an election. This year, it fell on October 24th. We just had one in every municipality in Ontario for mayors and councillors and regional councillors. So can, I, can I jump in here? How the hell sure. did Patrick Brown, after everything uh, that honestly. happened with that guy on the ice rating scandal and all that stuff that happened, how the hell... Did this guy get reelected? And he got reelected by a huge margin, not a small margin. And then his number one uh, opposition, Nikki Carr, uh, his number one opposition, okay, uh, was a uh, worked for the city and exposed his corruption. And the day after that he got elected, he fired her. And so now she's suing the city for wrongful termination. Because 
it was like a retribution firing. Okay, now I've been reelected as mayor, and I'm going to get rid of you and kick you to the curb. So she's suing back for this. It's just a disgrace. He is the most corrupt, one of the most corrupt politicians we have in Canada. And here, here, guys, this is a guy who's who's considered a conservative, uh, but but we're, we're equal opportunity here uh, on the Awakener Show. This guy is the most corrupt uh, politician ever, and. Yes, he still won in Brampton. It's unbelievable. And you know what's also unbelievable is how the hell did Del Duca win? It's Vaughn, yeah, it's so, Vaughn right? Okay, so, so, so Del Duca's to, in Vaughn. Del Duca was running for, I guess, uh, Rob Ford's place, right? For the Liberal Party? Right. And, and nobody he likes this guy. How, how the Canadians are, if this is a real election, if this was the actual results and this wasn't all fabricated, which I look at these results, dude, and I, I, honestly, how. Are people voting for them? Whatever. What all this has happened? This doesn't make any sense to me. This is well, uh, awakener. The, the sad thing here is that um, you know. Let's go back to Patrick Brown. He's a conservative in name only, but he really governs more like a left wing guy, and he acts more like a left wing guy. Um, Del Duca, who was the leader of the provincial liberals in Ontario failed miserably in the last election and then decided to, and he didn't even win his own seat in Vaughan he, in the provincial election. He couldn't even win his own seat in Vaughan. So he decides he's still going to run for mayor of Vaughan. Okay. And he actually wins, but he won by just a hair. I mean, the, the difference between him and the second place finisher, uh, Sandra Young Rocco was very, very, very close. The sad thing is though, that, Del Duca is a liberal. Sandra Jung Rocco is liberal slash NDP. Um, and the former mayor, Maurizio Bavalacqua, he had a little bit of scandals around him, decided he's going to step down. He endorsed Del Duca. And Maurizio Bavalacqua is a big liberal too. So unfortunately, in a lot of these municipalities, very similar to the U.S., you have local government, which is really run by left-wing radicals and operatives. And you don't have uh, conservative... The voters just aren't voting for conservative-minded Dude, people. I, uh, I, don't, you know? I don't trust any of these elections. I don't, I don't trust anything. It, it wouldn't put me past, but wouldn't... Oh, I can't even spray the words. I, I, I wouldn't put it past people um, stuffing ballots... Um, there's, there's, there's gotta be operatives working to get these people elected in all these places. This is, well, this does make, well, hold on, awakener. after, after but, everything has happened in the media, there is no, it, there's, I can't understand it. I can't understand the logical explanation that you would vote for Patrick Brown after all the stuff that has happened. Okay. Awakener. You have to also add to the public knowledge that both provincially and in many municipalities in the Toronto area, the voting machines that are used, they're no longer paper ballots like we have in federal elections. The voting machines being used, and the tabulators, are actually Dominion voting machines. Really? For these and elections? For these elections, municipal and provincial. Holy cow. And it's been the last few terms where they've been using these electronic tabulators from Dominion voting machines. And then on top of it, Many municipalities uh, surrounding uh, Toronto, for example, Markham and Richmond Hill, have been doing online voting. So that adds another level of potential question mark 
to the to the you know it distances the the voter further from paper ballots and actually being able to decipher the vote of the voter and and tabulate it and account it correctly. Dude, if they had these Dominion voting machines for um, you know Prime Minister, we we'd be in big trouble. I mean, I know they do on the on the both sides. The I guess the leadership races, right? But I really, yes. uh, we are so close to basically having no such thing as a free election anymore in Canada. Well, it's essentially what happened in China this uh, this past week. Well, uh, we know that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, people, you know, these citizens in China don't have a, a choice, really, what happens. You know, obviously, Xi Jinping wins again. No surprise. Just like in Russia, Vladimir Putin wins every single time, too. Um, something is kind of going on here. <laughs> There's, there's a lot going on here. China, for example, you know, he, he had his 10 years. He should be out the door. Instead, he's extended his term for another five years, and he's going to extend it permanently. He's kicked out everybody who is a free market reformer. Anyone who's a reformer, anyone who believes in capitalism, any believes, anyone believes in the free market, and anyone who disagrees with the zero COVID policy has been unceremoniously kicked out and he's he's uh, surrounded himself with only his sycophants, only his his believers, his followers, to reinforce his own uh, narrow-minded vision of what China should be. And the rest of the world should be very, very concerned. The other concern with China is their actual their economic situation is collapsing. So, as we've always seen well, basically, historically, basically, any- basically they're just they just siphon off the U.S. dollar. In my opinion, their whole economy. I mean, they're fraudulent real estate. They're creating all this. Yes. It's all designed to just suck the life out of the U.S., in my opinion. Yes. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And it's just propped up on a house of cards. The um, other interesting things that people are not paying attention to, I was talking today with my uh, my coworker, um, one of my guys. Uh, nobody's paying attention to Ukraine anymore. Not even the leftist people, the people who had all their Ukraine flags. Nobody's paying attention to this. I mean, that, it's, it's really ridiculous. <laughs> you know, you drive by and you see people in their car with a Ukrainian flag flying outside their side window and you see it's one person alone in the car and they're still masked up <laughs> driving by and you're like, okay. And, you know, you're probably driving a Subaru or something like that. And, okay, I, I, you know, I, I, you have been demogra- – I know exactly what your demographics are. Um, but yeah, you, Ukraine, I mean, it's coming, you know, it's, it's not the, uh, the hot story anymore that it I used know. to and be. This is, this is why it's a very, very dangerous time right now, because I, I really believe that we're kind of heading into the unknown now. Uh, the unknown means that they had this agenda they were going to sell to us during Hillary's presidency, as we talked about many times, this agenda has completely failed. Um, things would have turned out much different if she had won. We would be in a very different position right now. And I really believe that our enemies and our government don't know the next play. They don't know how to go about the next play. And anything is going to happen at any given day. It could be tomorrow. It could be six months. It could be two years. But we're entering what I would call a very, very dangerous time, even more dangerous than I've always said that we're in. But uh, I, I agree with you. I think this is a very dangerous time. We see China solidifying their power. We see yesterday uh, Russia had just one of the the officials in Russia just announced publicly that um, 
China's takeover of Taiwan is on schedule. I don't know if that was on a hot mic or, or well, how they said it, but that's what they said. Very interesting. Yeah. And then they're preparing for the, the midterm elections. They know that no matter how they possibly can cheat, the wave is so strong, there's no way that they can stop what's happening. The um, Going back to China and the news uh, past couple of days, there was a, a military officer in Australia uh, that was helping uh, China with U.S. carrier um, kind of intelligence and what's going on. This is like wow. this is a huge thing to me because this is you can really see that China's main problem is uh, I would say the U.S. aircraft carriers that are in the South China Sea or outside the area, right? Um, and dealing with them would probably be their biggest threat. Um, so th- there's so much stuff leaking out that it, you have to pay attention to all these little things because it's really showing where everything is going. I mean, Russia right now, there's there's people in there, in the military, in the country, that are starting to get ready for, um, I guess, working under um, you know nuclear conditions, right, where there's kind of, uh, you know, a bomb goes off, for example. Uh, there's, like, a nuclear war, and you're dealing with kind of... Um, nuclear waste and stuff like that. So it's it's a very, very interesting time. And everyone's talking about, you know, a dirty bomb. The latest thing on the news is all about something happening in Ukraine. Um, what right. are your thoughts on that? Um, very interesting. I, I hope it doesn't happen. But uh, there are, like you said, there's preparations for it. Um, and it is possible. But I can't, that's I, I, what I can't, might I, happen. I know. I can't see. I can't see this war in Ukraine ever stopping. The reason why I right. say that is because they were going to bait us to committing NATO troops to this war in Hillary's presidency. You can see it, you know, get us all fired up, instigate this war with Russia. And now nothing's happened. Russia's pissed. Zelensky's pissed. They're all this is just going to escalate into very, very crazy things to just desperately bait us to do this at all costs. Does that yeah, make- there's, there's no question. There's no question about it. You saw that they were baiting uh, NATO to step in so that that would be the uh, the reason, the instigation for, for Russia to escalate, and it's not happening. And, uh, and Zelensky, like, you know, not to be tongue-in-cheek, but Zelensky's upset because there's no more award shows for a while in the United States. For we need, we need, attend, we need bombs. We need bombs in Russia. <laughs> Dude, I, I'm telling you that, like, it, it's it's really... You know, once you once you understand the storyline and the way things are going, you can see what their next move is. They it's very easy. Right? Yeah, we. This is why we're getting to dangerous time because number one, the media is talking about Hunter Biden every single day now. You know, there was the warm yeah. up to Hunter Biden. We were talking about all the media's talking about him. This means that something's going on. The Atlantic. Remember when I showed you that article? They're talking about the. Yeah. They're already starting to warm people up to the impeachment of Joe Biden, and they're already saying, "Oh, don't worry, guys. He really didn't do anything major." Don't stress, yep. but this is, you know, the story always changes. It's like, okay, take your vaccine, it'll stop COVID. And then, oh, it doesn't stop COVID. The story yep. always changes. They're warming people up to the idea that Joe Biden's presidency is on a, a ticking time bomb. Which we- And that was a big article. First of all, The Atlantic is super left-wing. And second of all, you know, they, they, they are like the CNN. Uh, they're super left-wing, and the, they're not only saying that uh, – Biden will be impeached, but Kamala Harris will be impeached. Oh, Merrick Garland will be impeached. So many people in the Biden administration will will be impeached when the Republicans take over the House and the Senate. And that's an interesting thing that they're already floating out there. They could just listen to us, man. We were talking about that too. Seriously, ago. I mean, we're we're so we're months and years ahead of it. 
once, like you said, once you understand the agenda, once you understand the enemy and what their master plan is, it's very easy to see the moves on the chessboard as it's happening. Dude, if we didn't have so many shows, I would pop up everyone and do the edits and go back and say, oh, yo, Kamal Harris is going to be gonzo because she's tied to this. Uh, it would just be crazy. Like, uh, uh, if you listen to this show and you're obsessed with this show, you can send me, even if you're not obsessed with the show, you can send me an email any single time. Go to theawakener.ca. At the very, very bottom, on the right-hand corner is my email address. Go there. Send me an email. I love to chat to everybody. If you think I'm crazy, send me an email saying I'm crazy. If you think I'm spot on, I love the conversation. But... If you are obsessed with the show and you want to go back and you want to do these edits where I said this or, you know, um, you know, it, it's just send us the stuff. I'm, I'm more than like it would be amazing. Anyways. It'd be fun. It's fun when the audience engages. Yeah. And, and, you know, they're saying, what is the media saying right now? They're saying, oh, don't worry. It's just Hunter Biden and a little tax thing. And, it, oh, it's don't worry about it. just a little gun fiasco. But that gun yeah. fiasco actually was probably he tried to commit suicide, actually. Yeah. Remember how yeah. Well, you were that? the first one. You, you were the first one to you don't, you, don't, you don't commit suicide when you have a little kind of tax issue. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It, it's, it's, I mean, it's huge. No, it's, it's the – what has gone on is that the greatest criminal conspiracy is going to be unearthed for the entire world to see. This criminal conspiracy – is completely global, completely evil, goes all the way to our enemies, to these global people. They're siphoning all our tax dollars. They're engaging in fraudulent wars to bait us into, you know, world and planet-altering things. They're selling us fraudulent agenda. They're pocketing and stealing our money. They're giving our money to our enemies. They're funding terror. Dude, this is, when this comes out, the world is never going to be the same. That's right. Absolutely. And, and people, I, I, I tell, you know, everyone thinks I'm crazy on the show. Actually, everyone thinks Agent Whitaker is the craziest. But you can't, <laughs> you, you can't, what I'm telling you is just, it's not even the whole story. It's, it's When the evil is going to be exposed, I think people, so many people that are just going to be in shock and awe. Yeah. There's no way to say it. and And they are... In deep trouble because Joe Biden, how much time does he have left? What day is it today? He has two weeks? Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 the midterms are going to be in two weeks. So if the Republicans win the House and Senate, uh, Joe Biden is officially donezo, which means that he will never be able to pass any agenda. Anything he tries to do, not going anywhere. No. And they know it. They absolutely know it. I know. And I really believe that there is no amount of fraud that's going to change this coming election. I think the wave is too great. Joe, I mean, you're hearing day in, day out, Democrat voters, consistent Democrat voters, people who voted for Joe, people who voted for uh, Hillary. And that's it. They had enough. Their economy is so bad. Gas prices are up. Uh, food prices are up ridiculously. Real estate is collapsing north and south of the border, and Americans are just tired of it. And they're they're either going to stay home if they're a Democrat, or they might just change their mind and vote Republican this time for a change. 
And and it, it, it's just, it's amazing. I mean, it's just really, really amazing. Americans are really waking up. I wish Canadians would be as Dude, awake they're, as, they're as all, Americans. Dude, their only card they have is that we're racist and misogynistic. That's their only card. That's the only card Trudeau has. That's everything. His, yeah. his whole game is that. So once, uh, you know, as this awakening has started to spread and people have started to experience the convoy, they've experienced the rooting and, and uh, the rooting. The looting and the violence of the Democrats in the South. They experienced January 6th and all the lies that went on with that. You can kind of yeah. see, you know, my, my friend John here, he's not, you know, he might be a little bit crazy, but he's not a bad person. And he's starting to make a little bit more sense to me. And this is what, this is something, this disease, we are the disease, like we're the awakening. When the truth comes out, when the light comes out, it spreads. And this is going to be, dude, they are, I already know, man. Like I'm, I'm talking with. Remember we talked in private, and I'm telling you, dude, they are going to fight this criminal conspiracy. They are going to do whatever it takes to remain in power. Well, sure, because this is the this is the death knell. This is this is like killing the vampire. Dude, this Either is, this, they're going to fight back with everything they can, or they're going to be annihilated. This is Blade, man. This is like Blade. Yeah. What, what what are we now for? Blade four. This is this is going to be crazy, dude. Like this, this criminal cons- our enemies need this criminal conspiracy to win over us. If we don't, right. if they, if our government works for our best interests and in promoting health and prosperity, lower taxes, our enemies will never win the fight against us. Right. And when they don't have our government in power, dude, they have no power at all. They have no power at all. Yeah. It, it's, yeah, and that's um, what that's what we're hoping for. That's what needs to happen. Yeah, for sure. Um, as for you, uh, what are you up to these days? Well, we are I know preparing. That we, I, I know that we all go by secret code names. We don't actually go by our real names. But just you know, you don't have to tell us everything about your life. But what are you what are you working on these days? Well, we are preparing for uh, a potential election call uh, sometime next year. I, so I, I can uh, I can see it, dude. I can I can't yeah. see. I think Trudeau is going to face a non-confidence vote over this fiasco. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think the coalition with the, the socialist NDP is going to fall apart because they're not benefiting from it at all. So that's what's going to trigger an election. Um, there is a by-election because one of the MPs in uh, Mississauga, uh, Liberal, stepped down. So that seat is now empty. That, that triggers a by-election. Uh, so that'll be the first test of whether people are resonating with Pierre's message mm-hmm. uh, on the conservative side or if they want to stick with Trudeau. Uh, we'll see because that seat has been held by the liberals for, I think, the past two elections or to, sorry, past three elections. So maybe it'll stay liberal, but high chance it'll flip and go to the conservative column. And, uh, and that will be the litmus test for the next uh, federal general election. Um, and, and I'm telling you from the inside that Pierre is working very, very strongly. Uh, he's replaced the heads of the conservative fund, which is the uh, fundraising uh, arm of it, with all of his allies. He's gotten rid of the team that used to be allied to the former leader, who basically acted like a globalist. Um, he's the executive director of the whole party and headquarters has been replaced. Um, so it's, it's 
all new people are coming in, getting ready for, you know, election readiness for the next, whenever the next federal election is, because here in Canada, we have a minority government. So the government can fall at any time. We do have a, a law for fixed elections, but when there's a minority government, the government could dissolve, which creates a new uh, election, different than the states where you have fixed election dates and, and you know, everything is set on a calendar. Cool. So you're still active in the Conservative Party of Canada? Very, very much so. Cool. Um, I really think that we're on a, you know, this is a very, very changing time, very rapidly, actually, in the next little bit. I really believe that the indictment of um, a president of the United States' son and kind of the lead up as to what it actually is, and we all know it's trouble because Patrick Ho, um, Patrick Ho specifically used to work for the Chinese spy chief, and uh, he was helping Iran circumvent uh, sanctions, U.S. sanctions. Uh, that's Hunter Biden's associate. This is why China did COVID, why they did what they did to get Joe Biden in to stop all these elect, uh, stop all these investigations to flip the presidency. This was like a desperation move, right? I mean, we plotted that all out for you since 2018, man. So um, it's it's once you have an indictment of a president um, and his son. I really think that's going to start a whole wave of investigations as, into how deep the treason goes, the uh, how embedded uh, enemy agents are into our countries, and dude, it's really bad. It's really, really bad. I agree with you, and and I think what's going to happen is even though the Americans or people around the world that are still asleep, when they start seeing that and the news starts coming out, no matter how the media tries to bury it or how the media tries to spin it and make and, and lie about it, uh, people are going to be more awake and start seeing what's going on, and it's going to trigger more and more um, as we go along. I re- I, and I hopefully it'll be CPR to Canada, and hopefully you know there'll be a little kind of wake up here in Canada, and the same thing will happen. Hopefully the same thing will happen in all these... Uh, in Europe and the nations there, because there is no depth to their treason. Let me tell you that. And um, the things I think people are going to find out are what we talk about on this podcast. They're going to be kind of, you know, a drop in the bucket. Well, you know what? We missed one more thing that we should have talked about. That was a key thing that just happened. um, Talking about the cabal, talking about the globalists, just to show the audience, how um, dangerous the globalists are. So let's look at the UK when Boris Johnson stepped down and they had a leadership race and whoever wins the leadership becomes the prime minister because the, the conservatives have the majority in the UK. So you had Liz Truss, the membership, the, the conservative members voted for Liz Truss over Rishi Sunak. She didn't even last, what, 45 days, 50 days? I think it was 45 days. And she was stabbed in the back, left, right, and center, to the point where she was forced out. She resigned as the, you know, the shortest living prime minister in my memory. And then the second place finisher was Rishi Sunak. But Boris Johnson was thinking he would come back. So he was talking about that. Then he decided he's not going to put his hat in the ring. There was another person that was also running in the leadership all of a sudden, she decided, I think it was a lady, decided she was going to pull her name out, which basically made an acclamation 
for Rishi Sunak to be acclaimed. My big concern is I've always told everyone, be careful of Rishi Sunak. He is closely identified with the World Economic Forum. He is closely um, uh, 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 taught uh, by the globalists. He's a he's the puppet masters of the globalist puppet masters are controlling him, and so they knifed Liz Truss to kick her out because they didn't want her. They wanted their puppet back in control, and that's what they got in in a month and a half with Rishi Sunak. Uh, there's other stuff too. Uh, Elon Musk, I guess his uh, bio to Twitter is actually going to happen. That's right. Yeah. Which which is we called that on the show too. Uh, we believe that the control of the information is the most key part when all these indictments and things start rolling out. And, you know, this takeover of Twitter is, uh, it's going to seal the fate. Once the information is kind of comes out and it can come out in an unbiased fashion, you know what I mean? The the whole war of the information is being lost. This battle, you know, not only is Elon Musk working for the U S military, which we told you like years ago on the show, but, uh, you know, he's helping, uh, Ukrainians get internet and then Iran get internet. Not only is he doing that, he's taking over the information flow here in, uh, the Western world. And we told you about the battle of these billionaires over the globe and the agenda. And we told you why Bill Gates and crew are all pissed at Elon Musk. Right. And it all makes sense, man. It does. And he had to, we have to have that. At least Twitter has to be open because it was fully exposed in the movie, 2000 mules, how, um, uh, uh, Zuckerberg of Facebook was controlling the information flow and literally lying and benefiting uh, the Joe Biden side over the Trump side, hiding and controlling the narrative about the uh, the laptop, uh, Hunter's laptop, you know, blocking all the information, fact-checking, all this nonsense, all this lies. And so now all of a sudden you have the counterbalance, you have the counterweight to Zuckerberg and Facebook with Elon Musk and Twitter so, you know, Godspeed to him. Like, we're not right about everything on this podcast. I mean, we've been wrong kind of about the timelines. We thought things would happen a lot faster. But you can really, if you look back, especially after listening to this podcast and the stuff we talked about, you can really see the progress we've made, how things have come about. There, there totally is a plan. It's undeniable that there is a plan or was a plan to do this to show people. People had to experience the truth, right? You couldn't tell people that our government was working with the Chinese to do something really bad to us. You had people had to experience it. Yeah, people had to experience it and it had to come out in in drips and drabs. It had to come out slowly so that people could absorb it because if it came out in one shot, I think most people's minds would have mine certainly our minds would have exploded. Uh, We couldn't handle it. So it had to Yeah, you wouldn't be able to handle it. It'd be just like too unrealistic. You know, we we were so programmed for generations by these globalists to think a certain way that now all of a sudden, you know, you wouldn't, when the truth comes and hits you in the face, you wouldn't be able to believe it. But it had to be a progressive uh, learning curve until you realize what was really going on. And then eventually, like for our audience, whoever really understands the agenda, like I said before, if you understand the agenda, if you understand the big game plan, you then start to see all the movements on the chessboard and they all start to make sense to you. Otherwise, you just see 
different disjointed moves around the world, and you don't see how they interrelate. No, there's an evil cabal of satanic pedophiles that want to create world government. They're so obsessed with power and control and they're trying to resolve this east and west power structure and they work with our enemies and they're serving up the west on a silver platter to our enemies dun, dun, dun. <laughs> uh, until having, the awakener stops them it, it's, it's good having you on it's great to be on again um I was trying to book a vacation, but I, I don't even trust going to a communist country like even Cuba anymore. I don't I don't trust getting off an airplane in a communist country after the, what I've done on this podcast. Yeah, I would never I would never go to a communist country. I've never been to Cuba. The I have beaches, no interest to the, go there. The, the beaches are so nice, man. And and I can't, uh, dude. I know it's I can't even I can't go to these countries anymore. I can't travel. I just I, I dude. I know too much. We know too much. We've been saying yeah, stuff exactly. for too long. It was, it was good having you on the show, man. I really appreciate the call. Great to be on the show again. Uh, great to hear your voice. And uh, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you. I know uh, my listeners want to have more material, and we will have more material in the future. I just don't want to bombard people with too much information. Um, there's something that's going on, and if you listen to so much, you'll never figure it out. We just want to have a consistent uh kind of show you the path show you where things are headed what's going on we will have more material very soon i'll be creating more podcasts um but you know it was just a busy time so i really uh, appreciate each and every one of you visit my website theawakener.ca and that's all for now 